and welcome back to my channel. Um, thank you so much for coming and listening. This is um, part two of what I was just previously talking about, uh, which was like this concept of, of hell and, and sin. Um, and so I've, I've gotten into the example of um, hurt people hurt people. And then like the more specific example uh, where you were looking at this little boy um, who uh, is sexually molested as a child and then grows up to do the same thing to other children. Um, and so if you really look at what happened to that situation spiritually, um, and that's so important, it's so important to be able to look at situations um, spiritually and see what really happens because there's so much more truth being revealed um, than what we could ever see in the physical, which is why God says, you know, that he judges the heart and nobody else can um, because nobody else is on your journey. So anyways, going back and what happened spiritually, um, you know, we're looking at this little boy who is having something really horrible done to him. Um, and there, there's a spirit that's being then invited to invade the little boy's life. Um, and then, you know, this little boy who, who doesn't have any knowledge of anything spiritual, um, has absolutely no idea this, this agreement that has been made in his life. Um, and, and this transference of, of this spirit then onto him. And so you look at this little boy, he starts growing up and, and because he doesn't recognize the spirit, um, you know, a lot of times we tend to think that our thoughts are our own. Um, and I'll go into like a whole another episode that talks about like our thoughts and what our thoughts really are. Um, but we tend to think that our thoughts are entirely our own. And so this little boy, he probably grows up to believe all this time that all these things that the spirit is telling him is actually himself. Um, and, and when he believes that, he creates an agreement. You have to believe something is true to create an agreement with it. Um, and that really goes into manifesting too, which I will also talk about in another episode. Uh, or the next one, I guess. Um, and so you believe that the, what the spirit is telling you is true and you make an agreement with the spirit. And then that spirit, like it's chains that are attached to you just get thicker and heavier. Um, and, and this spirit can, can operate in your life more. Um, and because of that, you end up this little boy, uh, grows up to to hurt other little boys and then let the spirits transferred that way to those little boys too um and so you start looking at you know the truth behind the situation was that something was horribly done to this little boy and that he was never taught uh how to free himself from that um and i i think that that's where christians kind of fail uh, and the church really fails for the community um, is that the church isn't teaching people how to break those chains off of themselves or off their children or off of anybody. The, the church isn't teaching about how to do that and we are failing people um, and that is not the individual's fault. Um, it is not the individual's fault that those spirits are there. Um, that is because those spirits were put there 
Um, and it is because nobody taught that individual how to get rid of that spirit or how to get rid of that chain and how to break that chain. Um, and, and it, there is certainly, you know, the, you have, everybody has the ability to just go to God and just be released from those chains that, you know, that is a very beautiful thing that happens. Um, but I, there's also a process sometimes that God requires us to go through to get rid of those chains. And it's, it's really, it's, um, making a, agreements with God and stopping agreements with the spirits. But we'll go into that more when we talk about, you know, our thoughts. Um, and so kind of going back to the idea of, you know, this ultimate grace that's able to look at this event and see exactly what happened and to say, you know, like, this isn't your fault. Um, and we tend to, that's, and that's a spirit of shame. If you are feeling like something is your fault, that is a spirit of shame. Um, and you're, you're under a delusion you, um, because it's not our faults. Um, and so when you see things kind of from that perspective, um, and you know, I, I asked God what it is that happened when, when he died, when Jesus died, um, and, and there was a bridge that, that Jesus created where Holy Spirit was able to come into us. And like I, I saw a vision where Holy Spirit melts with our DNA. Um, and, and so Holy Spirit is, is in us um, and is melded with, within us. And so that's, that's what, that's what really happened when Jesus died. Um, and, and it doesn't make any sense to then take that thought one step further and introduce the idea of hell as if it were real. Um, you would have to untangle yourself from Holy Spirit and then, then be tossed into the pits for all eternity. Um, and that, that's just not, that's just not the case. That's just not what happens. Um, and, and so we all have this, this Holy Spirit in us, every single one of us. Um, and then, you know, the question that then comes up is, well, what happens to the really, really bad people? You know, they, even though you have spirits, you have choices. Um, and we still have free will. So what happens to those people? Let's say that this man who grows up and he molests children because he was molested and he never breaks free of uh, his chains. He never breaks, he never learns how to do that. He never meets God and then he dies. What happens to that person if we don't believe in hell? Uh, where's the justice? Um, and I, I think that the first thing I want to say is God showed us what justice is when he sent his only son, when he sent Jesus to die on the cross to forgive all sin and erase it completely um, as if it never happened so that God could see us in that light. Um, that, that is what justice is. That is what God told us justice is. Um, and so if we are seeking justice, we should be seeking God's forgiveness. Um, and and how, how dare we hold on to something that God doesn't hold on to? How dare we hold on to something in a person that God doesn't hold on to? 
Um, and so like this idea of justice being hell is very skewed. Um, but I, it's also easy to get there and I see how easy it would be to get there because if that was your child that was molested, you absolutely would want punishment for that person who did it. Um, but that is the earth's justice. That is man's justice and it's not a righteous justice. Um, and that is a very, very, very hard concept to realize, um, so I understand why some people really want to hold on to the idea that hell really does exist. Um, but then I, you know, I asked God, okay, so like if hell doesn't exist, so what does happen? Um, and, and he showed me that there's this spiritual, spiritual journey that you go through. Um, and, um, it's, if you see it in so many other religions and so many other civilizations, I mean, you see it in the Incas and the Mayans and you see it in the Native Americans, um, but then you see it in the uh, Native Alaskans and then all the way on the other side of the world, uh, we see it in Asian cultures. Um, this, this idea that when you die, there's this, or uh, ancient Egyptian, ancient Egyptian is the other one. It's really ancient, ancient religion and civilization. Uh, believe in in this concept that after you die, you go through a journey uh, before you can get to heaven, before you can get to the other side. Um, and and God showed me that there there is a truth to that. That after you die, if you've not resolved those things, if you have not gone through your spiritual spiritual journey on earth. Um, you're gonna be taking this journey after you die, um, and it's it's because when you go through your spiritual spiritual journey on Earth, um, what that is is God revealing truth to you, um, and that is you um, that that truth frees you into having uh, a relationship with God that is deeper um, that than anything you could possibly imagine. Um, and so that's what we are supposed to be doing here on earth. If we don't do that here on earth, we do that in the next life. Um, and it just looks a little bit different. And so if you are this person, you know, like Coney and uh, Hitler and, you know, all of these really big, horrible people that have done really horrible things, um, they're going to have to face that within themselves. And I imagine that that would really feel like hell um to have to face what you did but then also have to face the truth um behind why you did what you did or what happened or what was happening spiritually and i think that once all of those things are revealed to you um and not only revealed to you but revealed to the people that you hurt um because you know once we all die we all we all see the truth of it um, instantaneously, uh, I, I believe. And, and so because, because of that, then it's, it's, it hits you and it's like all of a sudden you can see people the way that God sees people. Um, and, and you see this truth. And when God saw us, uh, even at our worst, when God saw us, he he wanted us still and he wanted us so much that he sacrificed the life of his son for that um and that's not something he is ever gonna give up he is never gonna give up even that one sheep you know the 
Bible verse talks about how he will leave the 99 to go search for the one. Um, and, and he absolutely does. And, and so when we die, we go through this journey that is God taking us through a place where we see everything that happened. We see the truth behind everything. And then we're able to have that forgiveness that God has. Um, and we know that, that, that God has that forgiveness. He proved it when Jesus died. Um, and so that I, I believe that that's what happens um, after you die. You go through this journey. Um, and I, I think that people that have gone through that journey here on earth, uh, I think we go right straight into heaven and, and whatever it is that heaven looks like. Um, I'm super excited. I think that the first thing I want to do when I get to heaven um, is I want to learn the the world's history from like day one and I want to watch it like a movie. I think that would be such a blast. Um, and, and just like knowing the truth of like our real history, I feel like that would be so much fun. Um, but anyway, so going back to this this concept of, of hell and, and sin and how, you know, the religious Christian Bible is really out here telling people uh, that you're going to go to hell if you don't give your life to Jesus um, and you have to say the words, but then after you say the words, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk. Um, otherwise, you know, you don't get into heaven. And then there's the, the Bible verse that talks about, you know, people will come to me and fall on their knees and say, you know, I fed the hungry and I clothed uh, the poor. And they will, he will say, you know, stay far from me. I never knew you. Um, and I wish that that Bible verse never existed. I 100% don't believe that it came from God. Um, and I, that that's why like the Bible I think is so problematic is, is if you are so engulfed in just only believing the Bible and you haven't used it as a stepping stone to the next place with God yet, you are stuck in a very, very dark place. Um, and, and your beliefs are in a very, very dark place. And I, I'm sorry to say that, but um, there, there's people that are actually out there saying like, you're going to go to hell for all eternity and you're going to be separated from God. But that's minimum, that's minimizing the power that God has. It's minimizing the love that God has. Um, you know, and, and pastors or people will say like, oh, God loves everybody. Um, but he just has to send people to hell because he just can't be near sin. There's, there's so much faultiness and so many holes in the idea of, of hell. And when you really, really get down to thinking about it, when you have a real relationship with Jesus and you've really spent time in Holy Spirit's presence and within God's presence, um, you, you know, there have been times where I have been so blown away by the love of God that like I, I couldn't even get up off the floor. I was just crying. It wasn't like sad crying. It was like just my body my physical body was so overwhelmed by the presence of God and the presence of love um, that I couldn't move. Oh my goodness, it was insane. And once you have that kind of encounter with God and you you say like, I, I want to see the world how you see it, God. I want to see people how you see them. I want to see the truth, like the real truth that's from you. 
you know, he, you open your eyes to this really, really, really amazing truth that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. We cannot, there's, we have no power within ourselves to separate us from the love of God. The Satan does not have the power to keep you away from the love of God. Like I can't stress that enough. Nothing, nothing, nothing keeps you away from the love of God. That doesn't change when you die. Um, It's not conditional. It's not a conditional love. It's not, I will only love you if you accept what my son did for you. It's my son did this for you so that I could be with you forever. And he wants so desperately for us to see that here on earth. That's the point. Um, But that doesn't mean that if we don't see it, that he's going to throw us away like trash because that's not what we are. Every single one of us was made royalty, was made the child of God. Every single one of us. There's not a single sheep that he would leave behind because God leaves the 99 and he searches for the one. Um, And... And that is the absolute beautiful truth about what Jesus really did for us. Um, And so I hate that our whole entire church culture is based off of minimalizing that and saying it's conditional. It's saying you have to accept Jesus. Otherwise, that that doesn't apply for you. Um, And that's so man-made and it's so... Um, it puts God into such a little box. And then it makes me even more angry when we go out and on missionaries and we teach that all across the world. And so we have, like the church is teaching people all across the world this very problematic belief. And at the same time, it's so shoved down people's throats. And it really is like, if you take a step out of the church and you really just ask people how they feel about the church, they're gonna tell you, I I couldn't stand how much hell was just shoved down our throats. Um, And it turns people away from God. And here's the thing, if you are ever selling a message that turns people away from God, you are selling the wrong message. (laughs) Because anything that God tells you is, is going to be for the purpose of drawing people closer to him. It will never, ever, ever be to weed out the ones that aren't meant to be in heaven. It's not, it was never meant to be to weed out the good and weed out the bad and weed out the worthy and weed out the unworthy. That was never, ever what God wanted to do. Um, and, and, but that's, that's the Christianity and that's the, the God, that's the Jesus that the church sells. Um, and I feel like that is, um, devastatingly sad, you know, to me and I, I feel like to Jesus too. Um, and so I, I hope that, um, you know, if you're listening to this, I hope that you're really able to, um, you know, meditate on, on these ideas and these, these things. And I know that it's like earth shattering ideas because we've been so taught that, um, you know, the Bible equals God directly and every single thing that the Bible says is 100% true and accurate. Um, but then, you know, we don't even follow all of, all of that. So it's just, it's very, it's a very problematic idea. And I hope that, 
um, you know, after listening to some of this, you can just meditate. And, and all that I ask is that you go to God with it. And I was, my, my place in this was never to change your mind or to make you change your ways, but just as a light, like a, a beacon of light. And I hope that it shines on, you know, the people that really need that freedom and really need to hear that and are, who are ready um, to really hear this message and, and take it to God and meditate with it. Um, so that was really the purpose behind this, um, message. It wasn't necessarily to dismantle a major church belief, um, in hopes that like the church changes because I, I don't think that, um, that's what's going to happen, but I hope that people who are ready to hear this message, hear it. Um, and I hope that it, brings you a a sort of joy and lightness and knowing that there's nothing you do that separates you from God. So go be with him. Go, just go be with God. There's nothing stopping you. There's nothing holding you back. Um, And just run to him as fast as you can. And um, it's such a fun journey to be on. And that's not to say that it's not hard because it is definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. Um, But, you know, I think that that's when the Bible is referring to hell, this is what he's talking about. It's so hard to go through a spiritual journey. It's so hard to break free free from these chains. Uh, There is work in it. Um, And that's not always the case. Uh, There's definitely so much freedom in in Jesus um, and in God. Um, You know, but it's also... Uh, you know, be prepared to do the work. Um, it's because it, it is, it's a journey and, and you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. And I love thinking of it as, as a quest. Um, I just was watching this movie uh, that God was showing me or this TV show that God was showing me. And I think I'm going to just do another episode. Uh, so many, I have so many episodes I need to do. Uh, just another episode on like the the prophecies that God has given me um, and how this TV show kind of also plays into that. But I love this TV show and God was showing me, you know, these people, they're going through like this medieval quest or whatever. And so I love looking at my spiritual journey as if it was a quest. Um, And if I was like in a movie, because if you think about it, you know, like every quest needs opposition and it needs the hard times. It needs the good times. It it needs, you know, the, the character development. And so that's really what we are all on. Um, if you are kind of out there on this journey with me is we are all on like this quest. Um, and, and the reward is this, is this like just love, this unrelenting love from God. Um, and so it's so worth it. And, um, anyway, yeah, I just, uh, I hope that this message was, um, really, um, heartwarming, I guess. I, I hope that, you know, you take this and really think about it and, and just, uh, in the wonder and the amazement of God, um, and, and just really go to him. That's, that's really the message that I wanted you guys to take away from this is you just go to God. Um, there, there's just an unbelievable, um, amount of love and, and, and questing and stuff to do and things to get done and um you know once you start it's it gets uh pretty crazy 
and it's it can be fun. It can be hard, but it can be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm super excited if you're taking this journey with me and, you know, I, I'm definitely not, you know, the, the lead master of anything. I, I, I don't, um, claim, I don't, I like by far don't try to claim that I'm the master and I know all the knowledge because that's definitely not true. I am very much in this journey, uh, with you guys. Um, so anyway, uh, that kind of wraps up my, my episode and, um, I will definitely uh, come back with with some more. There's, uh, I don't know what order I'm going in anymore. Uh, I'm going in God's order, and I, I've given up trying to go in my own order because every time I've tried to go in my own order with this, God's like, no, you're going to talk about something else. Uh, so I guess it's just going to be a surprise, and, and we'll find out. Um, anyway, thanks again for listening, and I hope that you have a really blessed and amazing day.